to all of you who have listened, shared and connected with me, thank you. I started Empower with Mahi because my deepest passion is for women to feel empowered. My new business, Organize Her, is no different. The tools we create are designed to give the busy woman back her peace of mind by helping her keep her shit together and get stuff done. Our vision is for women everywhere to feel in control of their lives, confident within themselves, and have enough time for everything that matters to them. And I am so excited to announce that Organize Her has officially launched and our productivity planner is available now at our website in addition to our digital moneymaker budget tracker. Those of you who have followed along throughout 2023 know how much time and thought has gone into these productivity planners and I know I am totally biased because this is my baby but I am completely obsessed with the planner and I know you will be too. Our website link is in the description organizeher.co and from the bottom of my heart thank you for inspiring me to fulfill my purpose for your ongoing support and for being a part of this journey with me. and welcome to Empower, the podcast that has one sole purpose, which is to inspire you to live your best life as your best self. My name is Mahi Sorensen. I'm a lawyer, girl power advocate, grown independent woman, of course. I'm obsessed with self-love and personal development. So now I'm also the host of this podcast. Thank you for tuning in. I will do my best to make sure that you can take something meaningful from this podcast and apply it to your everyday life. But for now, I am about to become your personal hype woman because it is my purpose to empower and I hope to do the same for you. Kia I've been doing a lot of reading lately about productivity and how to get the most out of your day and ultimately your life and the compound effect. And I've been reading all sorts, right? I don't know what's happened to me. I used to hate reading and then I guess I grew up and decided I wanted more for my life. So I have been hitting my Audible very hard and I'm also slowly starting to incorporate reading physical books, which I find quite challenging. I'm very impatient. I don't read fast enough for my brain to process everything that I'm trying to process. So that's another challenge that I've got for the year. But obviously I've been absorbing as much as I can. I'm like a sponge. I love to learn and I'm doing everything I can to incorporate all of the really valuable stuff that I'm learning into my life. One of the most common sort of standout threads that I've discovered so far and what I've learned and what I've been reading is the importance of following an intentional morning routine. Evening as well, but specifically morning. It is the common factor among highly successful people. So of course I've taken it on board and now I have my own morning routine. And I want to talk about how you can establish your own. Firstly, I need to say that it is very easy to get tied up in this idea where we convince ourselves that if one successful person does these five things every morning, if we just take those five things and incorporate them into our own life, we'll end up having the same results as that person. It's not the case. That's not a thing. Everyone's different. Different things will keep you motivated or keep you engaged. So you can't take on the same morning routine as someone that appears to be as successful as you want to be because they're completely different to you. So in this episode, I want to make sure that I'm giving you the tools to create your own morning routine. It's not going to be the same as mine or probably not the same as anybody else's, but it needs to work for you. 
but I do want to help you out. So I'm going to tell you what I do for my morning routine and bear in mind, this is fairly new. I'm still in the process of trying to make it a habit. So I'm working extra hard to make sure it's as intentional as possible every morning. It's not easy when it's not a habit. You have to actively be thinking about it all the time until it becomes automatic, but that's all a part of it. Once it does become automatic, it's just another thing, you know, you're doing something good for yourself, but you don't actually have to exert as much energy into it because it's just naturally what you're used to doing all the time. And that is the beauty of habits, of course, which again is a conversation for another day. I've got a lot to speak on on that, but I'm working on establishing a few really solid habits that I've wanted to put in place for a long time and I haven't yet. And I'm not going to tell you guys how to put habits in place if I don't really know what I'm talking about myself. So anyways, I digress. My morning routine. At the moment, I'm waking up at 5.30. I'm really wanting to push it to 5, but I'm still kind of working on getting to sleep early enough because the most important thing to me is that I'm getting enough sleep. I am off the chain if I have not had enough sleep. You don't want to you don't want to see me if I haven't had enough sleep. So the priority is making sure that I do get enough sleep. And at the moment, the best I can do so far is 5.30. So I wake up at 5.30. The first thing I do is switch my alarm off. I might snooze it for one round, but that's it. Come into my office room because that's where I've set up all of my clothes that I don't wake my partner up when I'm getting changed. Get changed into my gym clothes and then I sit in my chair and do 10 minutes of meditational silence. And I'm someone who has struggled so hard with meditation. Like I really struggle to switch my brain off. And I, for ages, was so hard on myself because I just couldn't do it. And I still struggle with it. But I was so hard on myself that I thought, well, if you can't do it, then don't try. If I don't try every morning, then I'm definitely never going to be able to do it. So at the moment, I call it meditation. It's also just silence. And I find it easier to think about it as silence because I'm just trying to keep my head as quiet as possible. And I work on it every day and... Practice might not make perfect, but hopefully I'm going to get a little bit closer. So that's what I've got in place for 10 minutes. After that, it's 10 minutes of affirmations and visualizations. So I kind of visualize my plan for the day, me doing all the things that I have to do in the day. And then I write my affirmations down. I don't like saying them to myself in the mirror. I know that that's a really common way for people to do their affirmations. It's really effective. It's not effective for me, but I still want to make sure I'm getting it down and recording it. And I like writing it down because then I can refer back to it through the day. Next thing I do, once I've done that, then I will complete my five minute journal which is answering one reflective question and writing down the three things that I'm grateful for in that day. And following that, that's enough kind of time sitting at my desk before I start planting myself. So it's time for me to go to the gym. I'm a morning person. I always have been. So going to the gym in the mornings is what feels the most natural to me. I hate having to go to the gym anytime past 9am because then I feel like I'm taking up daytime which is more useful for other stuff. But that's what works for me. Like I've got mates that cannot go to the gym until it's like dark at night. My partner is kind of happy to go to the gym whenever during the day. He's not a morning person. Morning time works for me. It might not work for others. But if you can't go to the gym, then do five minutes of stretching. Do a 10-minute workout, just whatever works for you. But make sure that you get some blood flow and get your body moving. So by the time I get home from the gym, we're usually pushing about eight o'clock, sometimes nine if I 
woke up late and that's okay. Like as long as I follow the steps, I'm not going to beat myself up if I didn't wake up in time. Because the worst thing that we could do is if we don't complete the first step in the exact way that we wanted to, we then don't do anything else because we're disappointed and we feel like we've already failed. That's the worst possible thing you could do. So push your head. If you don't wake up in time, it's all good. Don't be too hard on yourself. It's your morning routine. And it might be that after you've established it yourself, there are some teething issues and you plan it all out. It's it's a beautiful routine. It looks amazing on paper and then you try it and it doesn't work for you. That's okay. Make sure you're being kind to yourself. You need to have a morning routine that works for you because I'm not setting this up for a laugh. This is something that needs to become a part of your life. If you want your morning routine to put you into the best space that you can be for the rest of your day, every day. Eventually, I want to bring in reading 10 pages of a physical book, not listening to audiobooks or podcasts because I could do that all day. But I, like I said, I struggle with physical books. So I will bring that in once I start getting used to my morning routine. But when I first established this, I made an active commitment to myself to not overload because I have a tendency if I fail at step one, like I've already talked about, I don't keep it going because I obviously can't do it properly. And that is a mindset that I'm working really hard to get out of. It's And I am getting out of it, but I know myself enough to know I'm going to be more successful if I start bringing in changes incrementally rather than trying to do everything at once and then be disappointed that I've failed if I don't do everything the right way and then quit. So if I were to give you five things that I think you should incorporate into your morning routine in whatever way works for you, it would be number one, getting up early, although that is subject to getting enough sleep. If you've had enough sleep, wake up early. Number two, try to go as long as you can without checking your phone or spend as little time on your phone as possible from the moment that you wake up, at least an hour, ideally. And again, it might be something that you need to bring in incrementally because it's hard. We're so programmed now to just be on our phones all the time. It's become a habit and it's a bad habit. So try not to be on your phone, at least for the first hour that you're awake. Number three is setting at least 15 minutes aside for focused thinking and meditation. And again, if it's something that you struggle with, because I know it's something for me, if I'm not doing it in the right way, I'm just going to go back to sleep while I'm sitting in my chair. So it, it has to be focused, even if it means just sitting and focusing on trying to clear your head as best you can. Number four is going over your plan for the day. I do this through visualization I also have a list, but I keep my to-do list so up to date that that list is done and I already know what's on it before I put my head on the pillow to wake up in the morning. So I go through all of the steps in my head to visualize the day that I'm going to have so that it feels more likely that it's going to happen. And by the time I get to doing it, like recording this podcast, I visualized this morning that I would be doing this. So it was an expectation that it would just happen. And lastly, exercise. For me, it means going to the gym. For you, it might just mean doing some morning stretches or a 10 minute workout, something for 10 minutes on YouTube, because there's endless ways that you can move your body all over YouTube if you need some guidance. Those are the five things that I think are the most important. If you're working on building your own morning routine, start with those. And even if that's too much, if you can't fit all of them into your morning routine, maybe try one or two and then make sure you get the rest of them just into your day. And depending on how you go 
add them in so that you've got all five of those things and then add in all of the other stuff that you want to add into your morning routine, like reading a book. And obviously this doesn't include just the normal stuff like making breakfast or having breakfast or making your bed or or cleaning up the kitchen because a few weeks ago I started this cleaning routine. Don't get me started. I'm going through a bit of a routine thing, but I have this cleaning routine for morning and night. They're on my fridge and every day I follow it and it means that my kitchen is always looking tidy and that makes me feel calm because I get stressed out if I know I've got to do something in the kitchen, like tidy up or do the dishes or whatever. None of this takes away from doing all of that other stuff, but it's about having intentional things that you don't normally do in the morning, or maybe you don't specifically intend to do these things in a specific order as soon as you wake up, but that is the beauty of a morning routine. And once it's in place, it will change your life. Like I have only been doing it for a little while and my days and the mind space that I'm in when I'm working, crazy productive. I've kind of always known up and running at about a 25%. I want to get to 100. And if you want to get to 100, I promise establishing your morning routine is going to send you in the right direction. But that's all from me. Next week, I'm hoping to launch my first guest episode. It is recorded. It is going to be in two parts because we spoke for too long. But that's all good. I am really excited. So hopefully that's all edited and done. Of course, when you do guest episodes, it's subject to someone else as well. So I just need to make sure everything's all good with my guest. And I will have that for you next week. Take care. Thank you for listening to this episode. Make sure you do something special for yourself today. And if that means getting your morning routine underway, then you have my full support. And otherwise, I will chat to you next week.